The feel is what we do as orthopedic surgeons. When did you have that moment when you said, yep, this is what I want to do with my hands? Well, I think I've always been a, a physical person or a guy who worked with his hands, and orthopedics is the most physical of all the specialties. The other thing that especially appealed to me about orthopedics is that many or most of the problems that come to us, we can fix. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if the leg is broken, we can fix it. If the hip's worn out, we can replace it. If the rotator cuff is torn, we can fix it. And you know yourself, there's a wonderful feeling of accomplishment um, and gratitude when patients come to you to, to thank you for what you've done. Uh, there's nothing like it in the world. Isn't it beautiful? This is kind of like John Lennon reeling one day that the word please has two meanings. You can either please someone by satisfying them, or you can please use the word please to ask for permission. And that's where the song Please Please Me came from. But listening to you right now, you use the word feel because feel is an emotional feeling, but it's also a tactile your fingers can actually touch and feel. It's the same word, but it actually has two different meanings. And that is just awesome. Being a Renaissance man is really the highlight of one's life. For me, sculpting and surfing and being on the radio and being a surgeon and an inventor and an author, all the things that I love to do. But you too are a Renaissance man. So teach us a little bit about writing books and where this whole idea came to you about putting down on paper what your life has been like? Well, as I mentioned, I was somewhat immature and late to uh, mature in life, um, but I wanted to be a writer before I wanted to be a doctor. Yeah. And so when I was working construction for those years, I kept a journal about all the things that I did. And when I went to med school and when I did my residency, I kept a journal, uh, intending to write about it someday and realizing, as you remember back from when we did our residencies, you're so sleep deprived that if I didn't write it down, I had no chance of ever remembering anything. <laughs> so, I don't know, five or ten years after my residency, I wrote my first book, Hot Lights, Cold Steel, about being a resident at the Mayo Clinic and all the moonlighting that I did in order to support my family. Mm-hmm. A few years later, I wrote Blue Collar, Blue Scrubs, which was a recollection of my days as a construction worker trying to get into med school. And then finally, the most, most recent book that was just published uh, last month, All Bleeding Stops was a bit of a switch for me because this one is fiction, but it was about a topic that was close to me and that I wanted to raise awareness of among not just the general population, but even among doctors. And I know you've seen this yourself, that the people who are called to medicine generally are the compassionate and the caring, and sometimes that care is more than they can handle. Um, I'm sure you've seen it in your practices. I have in mine. Uh, sometimes doctors simply care too much. Mm. And that's part of the reason why doctors have a higher suicide rate. And sometimes they just can't deal with the terrible things that we see in medicine. Mm. So what is the significance of the title, All Bleeding Stops? Um, you know this, uh, the significance, but your readers might not. All Bleeding Stops is a, a darkly humorous sort of uh, aphorism that's used in surgery um, where the surgeon's in the middle of surgery and he's trying to stop bleeding, and some wise guy will remark, all bleeding stops, meaning either the surgeon's going to fix the bleeding and stop it, or the patient's going to expire and will stop bleeding uh, in that sense. And when I wrote the book, I thought it was a good metaphor. The title was a good metaphor for the main character, Matthew Barrett, who 
in a very real sense, was bleeding throughout the whole source, the whole course of the book. Hmm. Wow. So when you look at writing a book, what's your process? I assume there's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. Do you always know how it's going to end when you begin a book, or do you kind of just let it happen and flow? Probably more of the latter. Um, I, at, when I first started to write this book, I had an idea what I wanted to say, which is I wanted to tell the story of a young, idealistic, overly sensitive young man who was drafted and sent to Vietnam as a combat surgeon and was prepared for the mental aspects of his work and the physical aspects of his work, but not the emotional aspects. Hmm. And they eventually destroyed him. So as I wrote the, or as I began the book, I had a rough idea that that's the story I wanted to tell, but it did evolve throughout the course of the book. I, certain things would change, certain things I didn't imagine at the beginning eventually came through at the end. When I sculpt in marble, which is my hobby, big block of stone and I just three-dimensionally just look at it and I just enjoy the my favorite part is the beginning where I just look at this solid block, a cube, and everybody would look at it and go, how do you see what's in there? Well, all of a sudden a light goes off in my head and I can see the twisted figure or face rotated in the rock and I swear I have gone for hours was feverishly chipping away at it and then you stop because you just don't see it anymore and you have to take a coffee break and hopefully you'll come back and be able to see what you saw tell us what it's like to sit at the typewriter I assume it's a computer now and start banging away at the keys where this story just comes flowing out of you, and do you just stay there for hours until you know it's going to dry up and then take a break and come back? And tell us what the process is like of writing a book like All Bleeding Stops. 